0: Here we are on Thursday, and it's the end of another week, and we're in March. We're in March, everybody, come on. It's a big, strong pull through now. We're going to be okay, hopefully. Um, You've got to be positive, haven't you? Speaking of positivity, three names. Callum, Scott, Howells, last week. What? How beautiful, how positive is that man? And I know that, look, the reaction was incredible and I'm so pleased that you enjoyed and connected with the episode and it, and it put a spring in his step and it made you happy that's good that was and also you learned a bit more about him as a person and that's all these episodes are about you know not necessarily to make you happy because as you know from the past some of them are quite deep and thought provoking but they're all genuine conversations um, opening the window you know, to other people's lives and their past. And that's all we want to do is have a good conversation. And that was one of them. Uh, but I'm thrilled. Thrilled he came on. Um, and it was lovely on it. It was great. So thank you for downloading and telling your friends. We've had a a lot of new listeners recently. So uh, if you are a new listener, there's a fair few episodes to go back and listen to. You don't necessarily have to start off At number one with Vicky McClure. You might want to jump to Mike Compton, Eddie Dunbar, Neil Morrissey, Lenny James. Because, of course, Line of Duty Season 6 is starting this Sunday, the 21st of March on BBC One at nine o'clock. I can't say anything, right? come, Come a bit closer. I'm not allowed to say anything. But I've seen the first episode. It is... Fantastic. Honestly, you're gonna be gripped. But that's all I can say. Otherwise, I'm in a load of trouble. Alright? Okay, as you were. Um, or you might wanna jump around. Do you like chefs? Do you like musicians? Do you like supergrass? you like Gaz Coombs? Do you like Noel Rogers from Chic? All the best guests are here on the Two Shot Podcast. And They uh, range from the hilarious to the ridiculous to the heartbreaking. Um, They're all here. Um, So just dive in, have a look around and get it all in your ears. But we should jump to this week's episode. And guess what? We're staying in the valleys, so to speak, with the beautifully infectious Kai Owen. Now... Kai is an actor. You'll know him from Torchwood. You may know him from Hollyoaks. But recently, he has started another business, which is the first thing we do when we kick off the conversation and what a joy it was. And again, I'm smiling just thinking about it, and it was lovely to see his face. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy this. Sit back, relax, enjoy this is the Two Shot Podcast with Kai Owen? I'll see you at the end, alright? It's genuinely lovely to see your face. <laughs> and you too, my friend. <laughs> because it's been so long. Um, and what I've been keeping up with is the Instagram videos. Now, nobody, and I'm sure you didn't. Nobody gets out of bed in the morning and goes, do you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to become a personal trainer, especially, <laughs> du- especially <laughs> during the year that we've had. So I, know. I really need to know the origins of of what prompted this. Oh, brilliant. I, I, yeah. I mean, you've always, I know you've always been, for just for context, um, we were at drama school together you yeah. were the year below, below me, you, I believe. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, and you've always been, you've always looked a, a very fit and and a healthy guy. So, yeah, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I tell you what, I, I've been thinking of doing. It. It's something that I've really fancied doing. For a long long time i've been i 've always thought i 've always loved training i 've always loved working out and i 've always um, i 've always enjoyed running i 've always enjoyed running as well and over the past sort of ten years i 've done a few half marathons and i 've run the London marathon a few times as well mm. um, and but during during that time of me sort of keeping fit i wasn 't really looking after myself i don 't think mentally and, and, and physically some so i 'd sort of you know i 'd I'd get fit and then I'd sort of go off the rails a bit. And then I'd get fit and I'd go off the rails a bit. And I think I just wanted, I just wanted to sort of change my life around a bit. And, and a few years ago I did change my life around a bit. I made a few life life decisions and uh, a few changes in my life that I haven't looked back since. And, and 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 with all that has come like, I want to help people. I want to be as fit as I possibly can for my little boy. And I, I fully believe in a healthy body and a healthy mind. But well, I, I think, I, you know, I think the two do go hand in hand. It's you without a doubt, go, it goes hand in hand, I think, it, it, it does. It's helped me more than anything, really, you know. I've, I've, I've suffered with mental health, you know, we'll we'll go in there, go straight away to there. I, I I have done, and, and I've had counseling and therapy, and, and I've, I've been to the doctors for help, and, and it has helped me, and there is help out there, people, and it helps you, without a doubt it does. But for me, exercise and actually getting up and being motivated and attacking the day and doing it really, really helps me more than anything I've ever done, really more than mm-hmm. any sort of therapy I've tried or any, any medication I may have been prescribed. That's okay, because they do work and it's brilliant. But the exercise and the endorphins and the rush of starting your day, right? have it. And some days, of course you don't want to do it, but, but when you do do it, you feel a hundred times better. And it's that, and I really fancied doing something. I really wanted to do something alongside this crazy business that we're all involved in as well. And, and I just thought I'll just do this. If I don't do it now, I'll never do it. I'll never do it. And I just thought I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and, I have I, massive self-doubts, massive self-doubts going, oh, will I be able to do it? And having to relearn all the anatomy and physiology of the body and everything. And you know what? I loved it. I threw myself in. You can take as long as you want. You can take two hours a week if you want. But I had two hours a day, didn't I? Do you know what I mean? I had all this time. And and I did. And I smashed out this brilliant course. And, and I loved it. And and I'm loving helping people. I'm loving sort of giving them service. And it's help helping people helps me. And that's basically it.
0: So how... How Once you had that motivation that you were going to retrain and not necessarily retrain and put uh, any sort of acting by the wayside, but while yeah. nothing was going on, obviously you need to yeah. do something for yourself. I think that's probably it. I think, buddy. Yeah,
1: I think I think it's that like I can't sit still. I can't sit still. I was homeschooling and, you know, today is the day that he's gone to school, which is amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> so, you know, that's amazing. Um, I had to do, I have to be busy. My mind, if I sit and think, I could go off in and, and, and think all sorts of, you know, catastrophic events kind of thing. So I needed to be busy. I needed to act. I needed to do something. Um, yes, I focused everything on homeschooling and it was brilliant. And,
0: um, whoa, whoa, whoa. back, t- backtrack there. It wasn't it was, brilliant. It, it wasn't brilliant. It was. I'm saying it, it now, was. You don't want to it see was today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was. I've spoken I, I I touched on this a lot. You know, over the yeah. The I know. Last I few know. months, but my god, it wasn't brilliant. It was the hardest <sighs> thing ever. I mean, and, hats off to the teachers. Hats off to them. Hats oh, off to them. Um, I yeah. e- I emailed my son's form tutor um, on Friday just to say, look, thanks so much because yeah. You've been motivating these kids for all these months, day in, day out, keeping in touch with the parents, keeping the communication going. And the thing is, and and I'm sure, I'm repeating myself, I've said this before, but people think that, oh, well, the kids aren't going to school, but the teachers haven't stopped. In fact, they've they've, they've probably worked harder than yeah. what they they normally do because they've had to they've had to retrain in how they educate children yeah
1: yeah i went to pick up my lad um when when uh, they had to they they went back for a bit and then his class bubble sort of broke down and they had to isolate for 10 days that happened twice by the way and i went in to get we had a call about half 11 saying you need to come and get you need to come and get your lad um somebody in the classroom has tested his family's tested positive so the classroom bubbles Closed down, and I went to get him at the school, and and um, and the parents said, "Oh God, nightmare, absolute nightmare." And then I walked into his class. I saw his class. His teacher looked. Devastated. He looked so stressed. They're going. I can't believe this is happening. And fair play, you know. Going. I've got to do all this again. I've got. To, I've got to redo this. I've got to do all that. Exactly. Mm. They. They've worked so hard as well of having to redo it all and rethink about the way they're teaching, and it's been so. so hats off to them, man. Hats off to them. He looked devastated, Mister Viner. Yeah. Bless him. But um,
0: <laughs> but they've but, got through. But it. They I, th- got through it. I think. You know, with that constant communication with schools. I think they're not just the, the the students. I think the teachers can't wait to get back into the classroom. You know, no,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I think they were buzzing today. It was a big sign. I said the school welcomed back, and, and my lad was really excited about going back as well. He really was missing his mates, missing his activities, sport, and all mm. that. Um, so he was buzzing. He was looking forward to go back. You know, he's it's been crazy, but uh, yeah, he
0: was uh, he was ready. We were ready. Uh, look, we were all ready. Let's not let's not piss about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mate. So you were saying before about you always keeping busy. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was just that I made I made a decision. I, I, a job had come to an end because of because of because of the pandemic, and I just I just made a decision. Good look. I've got to do something, I've got to do something. I went into sort of panic mode, I went into survival mode. My head just flicked into going, I've got to do something. I've got to be active for my own sanity, to provide for my family. All these things, like, I've just got to do something. And, I, and what is the thing I can do? What is the thing I've wanted to do and I really fancy doing, which will help me as well, helping others. And I just thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in touch with some personal training uh, qualifications and go for it. And I did, and I haven't looked back. I loved it.
0: So, talk me through it. You know, you said you can do it at your own pace. You yeah. can do like you can do it two hours. A day. But obviously, you've got all this time on your hands. Yeah. So you went straight in. So, how hard was the actual training? So, so you sign
1: up for the. there's there's a there's a load of brilliant companies out there who do it it's all the remote learning so they give you your big like portal your learning portal all the coursework is on there all the reading material is all on there did it all via uh, all online all online and obviously you have lectures and you have lectures you can wait for the lectures and you can have live lectures or they have pre-recorded lectures so i just did right i'm going to do all the pre-recorded ones and i'm just going to go bang and just throw myself into it and and yeah. it literally was i i just threw myself into the pre-recorded lectures started off from literally the basics level one right up right through and nutrition courses nutrition lectures anatomy and physiology all the all the stuff uh, the muscles the origins and insertions of the muscles and the bones did all that and threw myself in and then the exams are all online as well like this uh, live with a great with a great bit of technology and um you, you do the exams and qualifications and then you have to submit videos of you sort of training people and the the company adapted it to the pandemic so i was you have to pick a client and use a client study i used my wife and and i would train her and video me training her of of body weight stuff and all the minimal equipment i've got here and they would i would send it off they would assess it come back with notes i'd have to go back and do some more and then and eventually you know you get your qualification and that's how I did it. And you haven't looked back? I've loved it, mate. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's been I think I could probably push it more if I want, but um from where I am, I've got a lovely, lovely sort of um client base. Uh it's all done online, remotely, so they can do it. And I've got clients all over the world through through an app, through a bit of technology. Um, and I'm learning, I'm learning as I go along, I'm not diving in, I'm taking my time so they get a bit of quality time off me and quality attention, and and I'm loving it, and it's, and it's really helping me get out there as well and helping my
0: mindset as well, bud. Because we were talking, you did mention before about problems that you may have had yeah. in the past with yeah. sort of mental health, and are you one of those that if you do sit with your own thoughts... Things can spiral oh, out of yes, control.
1: I'm, 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 I love my, it's really strange. I'm really weird because I like, I do like my own company, but as soon as I'm in my own company and sitting and thinking, I could catastrophize for everything. Paranoia kicks in and all like, and the fear kicks in and all those things kick in. And that's just my classic, my crazy head, you know, absolutely bonkers. But, but you know, I've, I've realized over the past few years, there was a time when I used to love just sitting down, chilling, and just, you know, I'd love a day off and put my feet up and just, you know, relax and what. something. I can't do that anymore. I can't do that anymore. I've got to be, no. I've got to, I've got to keep busy. I'm happy. To, without a doubt, I love ch- switching off. I love a book. I love a film. I, w- I love my TV and all that. And I, and I do enjoy a chill, but I, I've, I've got to have earned it. And also I, I, I need to sort of,
0: I need to be busy, bud. And just sort of keep, keep, keep myself going. And do you think for you personally, and I think actually, for a lot of people, do exercise is the way forward for you for for a for a clearer vision for a a clearer
1: vision for everything there's no doubt about it i i will always say you never regret a run it'll feel like death during it kind of thing but you can be yeah you can be pent up with anxiety and worry and stress about something and and you know and if you go out for a run i think in 30 in 30 minutes time you come back you'll feel you'll feel better
0: Absolutely, and I mean, I, mean I, I don't know.
1: You know, you may not feel a hundred percent better, but you'll definitely feel better and a bit clearer in the old head. There's no doubt about it.
0: And also, that'll bleed into your day. It might yeah. not be. Yeah. A, it might not be an immediate. Am- it might not be immediate. Exactly,
1: but... exactly. And I think it's just starting the day right, getting your mind in order. Life gets in the way. People are busy. People have got kids, jobs, everything. Tiredness. Everything gets in the way. And there's there's times when the motivation is just too. You know. It's really hard to find, and uh, you, it, it is easier to stay in bed. It is easier just to binge and just just to ch- just to not do it. And you don't have to do it every day. But I think if you start your day right, and that's kind of the what I try to push. You, 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 it's half the battle then.
0: But I think it's really important because sometimes, and you know, we'll get onto the. The main subject of this podcast very soon, which is you. But because we're just going <laughs> no, over no, it, this, this
1: is it, this is what I want. I'm loving this. I'm happy to <laughs> talk about that. Don't talk about me. Christ <laughs> alive!
0: <laughs> we'll get we'll get there, mate. Don't worry. Um, but you know, you spoke about reading and watching the telly before. I had a time where, if I'm th- thinking or certainly overthinking. I can't focus on a page. Yes. And I love, I love reading. Yes. I love, you can see behind me. Oh, m- mate, my books. there's
1: nothing more, it. there's nothing more, I can't, I can't concentrate on the bloody book. My mind's gone, I can't get it and I love it. And there's yes. nothing more when you're going, I'm thinking, I can't get into it. And it's, it's a brilliant book. It's, there's nothing wrong with the book, but my mind is elsewhere, and I hate that. I hate that feeling.
0: Yeah, I totally get yeah. that, bud. So getting out there and exercising, because I've, um, I've been doing, bits and bobs of training and i i managed to get a bike oh, nice. for the first yeah. time in a, in a long time um and there's nothing more freeing than going out for a few hours on the bike, especially yeah. now, yeah. especially yeah. when there's no cars on the road. Yeah, I mean it's just beautiful. I've not done the bike thing actually. I've not, I've not, I've not done. That.
1: I, I really fancy a triathlon. I really fancy that on a big. I like to sort of challenge myself and do things and you know and, and all that. Oh, and
0: all. No shit. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just So I'd like to. I, I I think that's sort of like like next on my list. Really, I wouldn't mind getting a bike because where we where we live now, and um, the roads and the country and all that, I think it's really sort of it, it's more suited than where we, we were in North London before. So I didn't fancy. I'm definitely not riding in London.
0: <laughs> no,
1: absolutely not. So, Jeez,
0: I would not even drive in London.
1: No, not at all, mate. So I do fancy that, and I do and I do like a bit of open water swimming. So I think the bike next time, bit of bit of free bit of free time on the bike would be nice.
0: So, where are you now? Where do we find you? Warwickshire,
1: right in the heart of Warwickshire it's lovely it's beautiful in a place is called Kenilworth, um, just by stratford upon avon it's lovely
0: yes yeah what, so what prom- what prompted the move uh, from, my wife is a, is a
1: Coventry girl, and right. um, we always fancied moving back closer to her family with a little boy and things and um Kenilworth is a, is about six miles just outside Coventry, and uh, a lovely little village, and we just thought you know what. We'll, we'll make the move, and we moved about eighteen months ago. Changed my lad's school; he had to switch from his school, a big school in North London, to a tiny school where there was ninety kids in his year in North London in his whole year, like in year, you know, year, year five, and all that. And now he's only got like twenty-seven kids in the whole year in this one. Right. So, 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 um, big change for him, bless him. But he took to it straight away. So we moved, and we haven't looked back since. London's an hour on the train, bud. an hour on the train.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also. Especially now, we don't, I've been in for so long, <laughs> no, I can't, I don't even remember, I don't remember what it's I like. I haven't
1: been, I haven't been, I think I went for a cast in last last June or July, I think, I haven't been for that long, when I haven't, not at all, I don't know, it's crazy But let
0: But let's face it, you know, I don't think, certainly for our, in our business, I don't think, castings are going to get back to how they were in the room for a long time no i I think people
1: that people have realized they don't have to book out a room now they can just do it via via zoom or via you know a self-tape so why would they they, they pay to hire a casting suite for an afternoon or something so
0: but it's 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 got more and more like that what with uh self-tapes for america and the rest of the world yeah so we're just catching up and it's like well we'll just do it from the comfort of our own home exactly and people, and you're still and, watching the ta- you still watching the tapes. People are yeah. a- a- adapting all the time. People are adapting. I've got better and better and better, and people are just doing it. And you know, you do all That at
1: first, it was, it it was quite scary doing the first doing the first ever self-tapes years ago and all that. But now, people, like you said, people are adapting. The technology is easier. Makes it, It's making it a lot easier. It's making it a lot a lot easier. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant, man.
0: Now, not being a fluent Welsh speaker myself, yes, as as well you know, I yeah. did try and pronounce uh your uh birthplace and yeah. I, I just can't do it. Yeah. So you're going to have to le- you- roost. roost Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, I yeah, fucked yeah. it all completely. La yeah, la. The, la, the clan, double L, clan, the double the double L is a
1: <laughs> So uh
0: yeah. Yeah. Now Matthew Reese did once try and teach me some Welsh. <laughs> yes. e- e- failed miserably Brilliant. lovely matthew uh, yeah um, San tell Roos. me about growing up uh how was it do you know what man i i,
1: I can't believe you i can't believe i've not been home or back there for a year for a year um never mind bloody london never mind any of like that i haven't been i haven't been home to my mum and dad's for a year and i am a home bird i'm a mummy's boy mm. i love it there i'm very proud of it there um and for me to not be there and not be there in 12 months is, is, is massive, massive. I can't believe it. They've been, They've adapted to the technology. I can't believe it. They've been great with your FaceTime and stuff and all that. But I've oh, not been back. You? I loved it there. It's a brilliant place. It's very close to my heart. All my family are there. I'm born and bred, uh, born and bred Llandryst. All my family are as well. My mates are there and my mates are all still there. Um, and it's right in the heart of Snowdonia, right in the heart of the Conway Valley. Oh, it's beautiful. picturesque. It's beautiful. Um, It's small town, small town. You know, uh, a a lot of pubs, a lot of everybody knows each other's business and all that. And uh, growing up was 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 brilliant. Going back there is a joy, and uh, you know, a few days there is ideal for me to recharge, and then I'm ready to sort of go again.
0: That's so lovely that it was such a happy place growing up, and now as an adult and a husband and a father, you go back and still. Yeah. enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I do very much. It's um, it, it's my sort of recharge. It's my place. It's my, it, it, my heart is there. Um, there's no doubt about it. It's got, it's fresh air, man. And and the people bring you down to earth. They ground you. They to to them. I'm you know I'm still. Uh, my, my 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 stage name is Kai, obviously, but my, my real name is Matthew. Um, and uh, the, today I'm still Matthew. All right, Matthew. I'm going Matthew. i Matthew everywhere I go. So I love well, to be honest, I love To be that.
0: honest, you're you're still Matthew to me. Exactly. I didn't no, know. Where, ex- I didn't know. I didn't know whether you wanted to re- reveal that <laughs> no, on the no, podcast no, no, exactly or not.
1: Yeah, exactly. So so going back there for that is you know. Um, And whenever I go back, I'm, and some of my best mates are still there. I'm still really close mates. I'm going to keep in touch. And, um, it's a big part of my, and I had really trouble leaving there. I had a big hard time leaving there. I was severely homesick. I went to try to go to drama school about twice and I had to leave. I had to drop out twice because I was so, I was so homesick, bud. I was so, I mean, I ended up going, we ended up going to London to drama school, but my first choice was Cardiff, which you think, you know, or capital city, no Wales. I went there. I cried for the first week. I was just so homesick. I had to leave. Because I'd never really left home before, because everything mm. was everything was just in in North in Sandus for me, so I never had. You know, we didn't really go anywhere. Really, we never went abroad as a family. You know, my mum and dad worked. My mum was a cleaner. My dad worked in the local aluminium factory, and we just everything was just idyllic there. You know what I mean? I was a big part of the football team, big part of the school and stuff, and and nobody. I didn't really. And most people who went in this sort of like left school and went to the tech and, and and did that sort of journey i was kind of it was a different sort of journey and a path for me to go and i and i wasn't I, and, and i wasn't really sort of ready to sort of go away i was suddenly like plonked oh my god i've I'm, I'm suddenly left home and i was it, it really broke my heart and i wasn't ready to go at all what age what age was that i was about i was about 17 18 then when i first went i went with the first time i got really i, I got onto the uh onto the National Youth Theatre of Wales in early 1992. So I was 16, 17 then. And this was through the help of two brilliant teachers at school their guidance, they said to me, you know, if you wanted to do an act, if you wanted to be an actor, if you want to do acting, you can do this, you know. And if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have done it at all. If it wasn't for these two brilliant, brilliant teachers. Um, and they said, look, there are pathways, there, there are ways you could do this, there are drama schools. There is, and it was sort of unheard of. None of my family would have had a clue at all how to, you know, how to go about it. And I, and I worked, from the age of 13, I worked in the butchers, the local butcher shop. and And I worked there right through up until I was like 22, really.
0: That is good grounding because I worked in a butcher shop yes. when I was uh, fifteen until I left yeah. uh, to go to London. Yeah, and the, I love the, it. The, the but the butcher was absolutely distraught yeah. because he thought he thought I was going to be an apprentice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he I, was. I, he went. He went. Fucking mental.
1: <laughs> I worked there right through. Started off washing up, and and then I started off making the burgers, the sausages. Got used to a bit of oh. knife. Got used to a bit of knife skills, which I still love now and things. Like yeah, that. me
0: too. And how hard is sausages? I know, I when know. The, when when the skins break, you distraught. And,
1: oh. Yeah, oh. Yeah. And used to link them and all that, and getting the links. and all that. Oh, I used Yeah, to it's great. Yeah, and I think I would have still been there, buddy, working there, if it wasn't for these two brilliant teachers who said, there is a way to go. And before I knew it, I was auditioning for the National Youth Theatre of Wales. I got in, and before I knew it, I was plonked in, like, in Aberystwyth on a four-week course. Never left home before in my life, ever. Hadn't been home. Hadn't even, like, had, like, a weekend away with my mates or anything, because I'd just stayed and home. Then,
0: how did you deal with that four weeks, that first four weeks away?
1: It was awful. I, I dropped out after the first week. I couldn't handle it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I just couldn't handle it, mate. I wasn't ready. And and they were the loveliest people. They were the loveliest bunch of people. I just couldn't. I was homesick, man. I was really homesick. I was. uh, And it's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing, homesickness. And 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 I was. I wasn't. You know, I I wasn't scared to say. I was. I was. I was upset. Going. I'm not happy. I want to go home. I'm missing home. I'm missing my mates. I'm missing my mum and dad. And 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 I left. And I left and I was due to go to drama school that September In uh, because the guy who ran the National Youth Theatre of Wales was also the, the head of acting at Welsh College. And he said, you can come and do the three-year course with us if you want. And I went, no, I think I'll leave it here. I'm a bit homesick. So I deferred a year and tried to go that year. And the same thing happened. I just could not settle. I couldn't settle. So I stayed in the butchers. I was just really happy and safe at home I was, but. And and settled and safe and settled at home, mate. And that and that and that was a big part of it. You know, I had a big social life, the pubs and my friends playing football, everything, girlfriend, my mum and dad. I just it was just safe. It's a safe haven. It still is. I still feel very safe when I go there. It's like a bubble. The outside world doesn't matter. I mean this bubble of fan roost and it's nicer. And I was safe, but it took me a while to go eventually. And in the in the so end, what,
0: how how did you Make the move to go. Well, I'm not going to go to Royal Welsh, I'm going to go to London. I know, I know.
1: And that's I, a, that's a big step. There was just something in me that knew that I want. There was just something in me again that just knew that I, I had to do this. I needed to. I needed to sort of give it a go and scare myself and do it. And I did a year in the butchers and saved some money. And then I did another year in the butchers. And I got then. I got to like. I was getting to like eighteen, nineteen. Then and I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to try. And and I will. I will say I did. My first love, the thing that attracted me to it all, was musical theatre. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. There was about there was there was no doubt about it. And I was showing a prospectus for Mount View and things and all that. Going, oh, they do musical theatre. Guildford do musical theatre. All these and going. Do you know what I'm going to try? I'd only been to London. I'd only been to London once. I'd only been to London for a day to see a matinee Blood Brothers and back on the train and that was it. And um, but I went up and I auditioned and 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 people. My mum and dad w- were supportive initially of, of, of me going away and then asked you to do did that. And, and then it was like, literally, you're on your own now. Look, this is your choice. You know, because people were expecting, he's going to come back in a week. He's back. He'll be back in a week. Guaranteed. Take care, mate. Good luck. Yeah, He'll, be yeah. He'll be back in a week. He'll be back in a week. And I, and I fucking didn't. I stayed. I loved it. <gasps> I settled, I settled, like literally I met, I met these people in my year, like literally, you know, uh, who, who we met, you were there, my friend and, and people that were there. I just went,
0: Mark Mark Stobart was there. Mark
1: Stobart was there, of course. Lovely. And and the people in my year, lovely Dan and Giles Torreira, all these people who were just, who were just, I just got on with and went, I'm happy here. And I'd never been to London ever, but I settled in North London and, And for some reason, I just did. And I thought... And do you know what? I went home the first weekend. I'll never forget that. I did go home the first weekend and I was a bit like white-knuckling it a bit. Uh, uh. But I got back on that train on that Sunday to go back for the second week and I didn't go home then until Christmas. And it was just... And I'm so grateful. And I'm just so
0: grateful. It's crazy. Well, it's like you sort of... You broke down barriers within yourself. Yeah. Because you made such a gigantic leap. Yeah, yeah. you could... You could... Quite easily, have gone to Royal Welsh. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it at all.
1: I could have gone, settled, spoke Welsh there, been you know, home, you know, and 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 been. Even though, even though, actually, mate, Cardiff. And Sandroost is about a four and a half hour drive. It's the opposite ends, and anybody who's driven from North Wales to South Wales on that famous A four seventy will tell you there's no quicker way of doing it. It's for, it's four and a half hours. That's it. There's no joke. So it's a long it's a long way away from home, Cardiff, mm. um, and London. You know the big city. Three hours on the train from uh, no Junction. Settled.
0: Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. That just yeah. I, see. I thought my geographical knowledge was. Pretty good. Yeah. And I've just made an absolute arse of myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, crazy settled. Yeah, but brilliant. But but that's how much that that's how much that place means to me. Clan Roost, it still does. And I haven't been back for a year, mate. So yeah, I can't wait.
0: And when you were moving around with your wife and your little boy, was there knowing the connection that you have yeah. to Clan Roost? Yeah. Was there no talk of moving there?
1: Yeah, I I think that there... I think there was always, always, you know, maybe, maybe we'll go back. They wanted, but for what I want to do and where I am and the career and things and all that, I think it's sort of at that stage of my life. I just thought that I needed to be. I, I now know I don't need to be in London, but then for those early days, I sort of needed. I, I just wanted to be in London and around, and we didn't. And we, and I think, and for Sarah, you know, th- there's nothing. She has my family there and and friends that she's made through me in Llan Roost. but I think I think I think for work wise and career wise, I'd rather be elsewhere. I think I think it sort of mm. scares me to be in action again. Again, I think I'd settle in Llan Roost and that safety and that comfort. I may become less proactive in Llan Roost.
0: Right. Okay. Llan Llan Roost, Llan Roost is
1: my recharge place. I like maybe I'll I'll, I'll leave it like that.
0: And also. It's not going anywhere. It's exactly. there for you to, to, what you say, go back and recharge. Exactly.
1: And it's the same. If I want to see people, I know where they'll be guaranteed. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I think that's 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 why that side of it is it's just lovely.
0: So, I mean, I know that you have, because you have done musicals, haven't you? No, I've never done a musical. No. No, no I
1: know. Oh,
0: so the- Right, so that's my mistake. So The Full Monty wasn't a musical. The
1: Full Monty was, 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 was the play, was the film. Oh, it was the play. Yeah, the play. Yeah, 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 the, the play. And um, because the, there is a musical of, of obviously, but it's set in New York, that is. Um, but this is the actual play of the film. The actual um, Simon Beaufort who wrote the film wrote the stage play as well. Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, I think he wrote that first, actually, yeah.
0: I mean... And it works a treat. I, I- I, li- I like to uh, scare myself, but I don't know if I could strip off uh, every night, on, yeah. live on stage, it's done so, so, so brilliantly in front of though. a packed house. Yeah, it's
1: done, and of course, it, at, at it's heart. It's a wonderful story. the the last The last two minutes of the whole play, that's all you're getting. You know, up, up until that, you're meeting all these wonderful characters, and they're heartwarming, mm. and they're all going through their own traumas and stuff. And you know, the audience do come along expecting the Chippendales right from the get go. By the way, you know what I mean? so oh, really? Get them off in <laughs> the first five minutes of the, of the play. Going, <laughs> <and> hang on. <laughs> We're about to nick a good. You're
0: trying to. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember. I remember when. Um, I think I was still at drama school at the time, and I went home to Blackpool, and I met up with an old friend, James, and we were just kicking about, and just really nice to see each other, and there wasn't that much to do, and we said, let's see what's on at the Winter Gardens. Oh, so we went for a pipe. We'll see yeah. what's on the Winter Gardens. And for anybody that knows the Winter Gardens, it's an amazing big, yeah. it's, like a, it's quite a barn of a place, it's a fair few thousand in there. Anyway, who was playing there? Tom Jones. Oh, no. And we just, we went up oh. to the box office, they'd all gone in, they went, I don't, if you, have a, you don't have any tickets? And they went, we've got standing at the back, and we went, let's do it. Absolutely. So we went at the back, and I think we were the only two fellas in there. Yeah, and you know the story uh, you hear with people at Tom Jones concerts that they run and throw knickers Ch- on the stage. Ch- on the stage, yeah. They were doing that from the get go, and they'd, he had to say, "Can we stop this?" <laughs> 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 but they were really—I mean, you know, women. I'm, I'm sorry, Mum. She listens to this. Mum wouldn't do this, but women, you know. Yeah. In, of my mum's generation yeah. running up and throwing it that they brought with them yeah. to throw on stage for Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Cra- and, and, and obviously, and, and. The last two minutes of that is Tom's song, the the leave your hat on, and they I've never I've never heard a noise like it in my life. When when we we'd be, we behind we'd be behind the silver sort of sash curtain, and 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 the guy would come out and go for tonight, one well, night only. They're here, they're live, and they're doing the full Monty. The place would go nuts, and that song would kick in, and only then would be would would we have to sort of strip. But it was done so well with the lighting and everything, you know. That when we do finally take the thongs off and chuck the hats, there's this big. Right, like camera flash, so it sort of goes boom, and it sort of blinds the audience, so you don't see a thing. You know what I mean? So, uh,
0: yeah. Well, that sort of that that my heart is uh, slowing down. At the <laughs> not not that I'm going out on. do No one has to worry. I'm not going out on stage and slipping off just yet. But um, was that a? Am I right in saying that was a tour? Yeah, it was a nice, uh, nice big UK tour.
1: That yeah, I did it. Two, I did it for. I did it twice. I did it two years. Yeah, it was. It was great. Ha-
0: how was your little boy born at that time? He
1: was, yeah. He was in school then, and um, and it was just he was we were in we were living in North London then, and it it, it was just the tour was just a good, too good of a job to sort of turn down. And also, I had the weekends, I, took, I was home, I'd be home Saturday night, all day Sunday, leave, leave Monday afternoon, sometimes leave Tuesday morning, um, and in nice little segments. It wasn't full on, it was like 12 weeks. Big break over Christmas, eight weeks off, and then go back on the road. Do twelve weeks and go. That's fine. That's a nice little commitment. I'll happily do that. And I got home every weekend. And on half terms, he would come and come come and uh, come and join us on
0: tour. That's amazing because I do. You know, I know how hard it is for mums and dads in our business when yeah they're fi- they're filming because I know filming does filming doesn't stop for Easter break, half term, summer no. holidays. No, you know, I mean we're kind of lucky that we have some sort of christmas break uh, you know a little yeah. a little, yeah. a little yeah. portion of a christmas break but you know it's it, it is hard there is and, to the, and you know there, there,
1: there's the odd weekend thrown in there isn't it but you know there is the odd weekend thrown in and all that you know so you you can think oh I'll be off next Saturday, but then you see a schedule and go ah I'm in next saturday or the night shoot was has bled into the saturday or something so it is it is very very hard to juggle very very hard so how was that when you moved onto something like Torchwood? Um, Torchwood was okay. We didn't have Bobby was only one on coming to the end of Torchwood. The last series of Torchwood, Bobby was one for the first two or three series. It was just uh, just me and Sarah. So I was in Cardiff and having a lovely time.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And what what a place. Cardiff's such a laugh, man.
1: Oh, what a city. What a city. It was just happy happy memories, really, and and the joy to work. I've, I've worked it quite a bit. Considering I couldn't settle there as a as a Going into, wanted to go to drama school. I did live there for a bit in the in the early two thousands when I was single and uh, did a couple of Welsh language stuff, Welsh language shows there. But tortured was was mental. It was crazy and um, yeah, happy days down there.
0: I'm not. I'm just going to say, burn Gorman, and then oh, we'll, just, we'll, we'll leave oh my it at that. God, Vinnie
1: Gorman, <laughs> yes, what a man, what a man.
0: Because <laughs> I heard you. Um, Talking to Tom Price on his podcast, and I'm sure you two have got many, many stories that we probably cannot air. Uh...
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, I mean, brilliant days. We, we, you know, I mean, we get and what's what's joyous about that side of things, you know, with the, the, the series finished and, 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 it, and it came to a nice natural end. Great. Happy days. Great memory we get invited to do these comic cons. So so I get to see people like Burn for like a weekend, places, you know, and all mm. that. But, may I've seen you. So it's a, it's a lovely little reunion. And those can be absolutely mental, of course, because I've been been lucky enough to go and travel quite a bit with them and things. And, and you, you know, you're, you're, in, you're in Chicago with a couple of your castmates. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: And it's so nice because it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. It because is, Because yeah. you've finished the show and you're going back to sort of Say hello to the people that still love the show. The fan base,
1: the fan base of, of that sort of show is just unreal. I know that. I know that. I know that you had like I loved it. Jodie Whitaker on that fan base, the, the the that that world, that Doctor Who world, that it's part mm. of, the most loyal, uh, knowledgeable, supportive fans you'll ever come across. Fair play.
0: How did you find it? Because I'm trying to think how I can phrase this, how did you find moving from the structure of, and I'm sure quite hectic and mad schedule of something, case in point, Torchwood, yeah. to quite the different beast that is Hollyoaks? Because as we know, and I've always said, you know, massive kudos to uh, actors who are in the, the long-running dramas because... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different, it's a different engine. It's a different altogether. engine.
1: It's, and I think that's the way I kind of described Hollyoaks as, is, 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 or oh, oh, any of those continuing dramas, as a machine. It's a machine, mm. and the engines are. are, are, are there's hundreds of the engines just pushing it and pushing it. It's relentless, relentless whilst on tortured, we might do, I don't know how many pages, eight or nine pages a day sort of thing. You know that, you know, and nice big scenes, whatever on Hollyoaks. Which is still a lot, which is still, a, still lot. a lot, which is still a lot, you know, but, but on Hollyoaks, oh my God, you're doing you're doing maybe, you know, 11, 12 scenes a day, you know, of like, of just churning them out. And, And at the moment it's a bit different there because of the pandemic and stuff, but there's times where there's five units going and you're going from one unit, so you finish a scene on that unit. You finished with this director. Okay, you've got to go and get changed now. You're on the green script and you go into that unit and you go into that unit. So they're switching it around constantly. And it was, it took, it takes a lot of getting used to it. You've got piles and piles of scripts, piles of them. If you're busy, you know, and then they get, and that gets chopped down and chopped down. And then suddenly you suddenly become quiet and then your storyline comes up again and you, and you get busy. And it's, and it, it's the relentlessness of that and the constant rewrites, the constant kind of, Line learning—you're learning lines all the time, all the time. You know, I know all the lead actors in dramas do, and they—they they, they don't stop. And especially, but at least there's a bit of downtime sometimes. You know, for that, mm. and there's a lot of waiting around sometimes for us on set on the dramas. Whilst if you're in, if you're in in Hollyoaks, you're you're poof, you're in seven or seven, and you're driving through the day. You know what I mean? You might have so the odd, you do, might have the odd scene off, but poof, poof, you're flying through it.
0: How do you uh, begin? To deal with that, I mean, is it just is it just pure prep, prep, prep?
1: Yeah, I think that's it, man. You've got to be on it. You've got to be. It's part of your your muscle, your muscle. What you do, what your body knows, what your mind knows. You just switch into that mode. You've got no choice. I literally, literally got cast in Hollyoaks on the Friday. I went. I had, I went, I had an audition in London on the Thursday. And they said, by, by the afternoon, they said, great, they loved you. Can you go up to Liverpool on Friday for a screen test with the producers and they meet all the other actors? Yeah, no problem at all. They'll pay the train, pay for the train, got up there, got there, got into line pictures, did the audition about two o'clock. By five o'clock, they said, great, we'd like to offer him the part. He starts Monday. And I was on set Monday morning. The turnovers, oh turn and, and it, wasn't just, it wasn't just any old part while I was playing in Hollyoaks this time around, do you know what I mean, kind of thing. It just wasn't, and I was just literally in there, and I was in every day that week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's your scripts, boom, off you go. These are your costumes, kept trying them all on, and poof, just straight in. And you, and you, 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 you kind of, and I think at first you are sort of rabbit in the headlights, and it's a bit, exu- a bit exhausting and sort of like going. <gasps> and then you can see when, when, when the actors have been in it for a, for a few weeks, just settling it into going. Okay, this is where I'm going. This is my story, and this is who my character is. Because at first it's like uh, there's no, there's no time to think. He's just in, 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 in straight away. And and they support you, and they're there, and all the cast are there with you, and all the brilliant crew, um, and the crew, the crew up there, uh. uh are amazing, actually. They're a the big draw up there, really, because they've been there for years. They've been part of your Brookside
0: crew, you know what I mean, up there. Well, of course, I mean, they're so, part of the... They, they are the machine. They
1: are the machine, mate, and, and, they're, and they're very much the heartbeat of it all. So the support you feel is great, and the people there is great. The warmth is amazing. But you just have to switch into it. You have to go, right, how do I know? And, and the schedule is on this one long board, and, right, you're in next week, you're in here, you're in there, you have to get your, on your diary and know. They call you when you're in. It's just a new sort of way of working. You know, did, did you have to? Did you have
0: to sort of retrain the way? Talking about retraining again. Yeah. Did you have to retrain your brain as a, as an actor? Because yeah. I, am I right in thinking that you don't have the luxury of doing x amount of takes? No, you have to
1: retrain your brain. You have to be on it, kind of thing. I think you'll have a couple of goes, couple of goes, but they'll be they'll be more than happy to move on, man, and and, and change, and uh, you know, and, and okay, let's move on let's change let's switch positions and all that and reframe and things that they'll do that really quickly because they have, they have got a lot of scenes to get in that day. If you're not yeah, happy, you can go again, so it can go again and then it gets delayed. And that does happen. Of course they don't say no. Of course, if you're happy, you can, if you're not happy, you can retake and go for it. But if you've, if you've, you know, if you've, if you've told the story and you've got the emotion across, there's a good chance that they're going to go
0: Let's go. Let's move on. That's That's, a hell of amount of pressure already. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm breaking out in hives. Some already.
1: of the people in like... the soap, some of the people in the, so, you know, the, the long running soaps who've been there for so many years and they're switching on the tears, they're switching on the anger, they're switching on the emotion and all that. They haven't got a lot of time. They are straight in, man.
0: Hats off to them. Mm. They, they go for
1: it. So they were, oh, any, any, any of them in them long running ones and they've been there and they're established that they're, they're, they're worth their weight in gold. They're solid, man.
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. they've completely retrained yeah how oh yeah, do yeah. It.
1: and they are on it man they're on it the mm. people and that was great that was great to so the established people that i've worked with in Hollywood, to come in and going, yeah they've been here 15 years you think they're going to be you know a bit more laid back but christ they are on the money and that's why they're there that's why they're there
0: because they have to be yeah exactly
1: 100 percent, and they're brilliant you know so yeah lovely 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 nick Picard who's been there since the first ever episodes, you know great to work with him and all that man he's on the money brilliant
0: Again, yeah. That's why. That's why he's still there. And he's still there, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we we did touch on sort of darker times at the start of our conversation. Uh, Yes, man. When you was what prompted you to sort of because I was talking to somebody on two weeks ago, and it uh, it was quite a deep it was quite a deep episode about Mm -hmm. lots of things about. addiction and suicide and mental health trouble and whenever I do whenever I conduct an interview like that I always have to give a trigger warning to the people that listen because I I have to say look maybe this isn't for you that we 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 focus on this topic this topic and and I say to the audience I think it's really important that you're not alone and it's Extremely important to talk to people and don't just bottle it all up. Was there there something that happened with you that you went, I I really need to talk to somebody because it's getting too much?
1: Yeah, there was, mate. And I think the whole point of me, kind of, the whole point of me. With the personal training thing on all that side of, 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 am doing is trying to help people with a healthy body, healthy mind It's actually, I like, I, I like the mental health side of it. I like, I like the fact that it helps that side of it. That's what attracts mm. me. That's the kind of water. Of course, if you want a six pack and you want to do all these beach bodies, you can be, but you can still be very unhappy inside, can't you? Do you know what I mean? And stuff and still be, you know, so, so for me, it's about how good you feel on the inside. And, you know, if you've got a healthy heart, you've got a happy head, that kind of thing, you know, so that's what I like to think. And I think I suffered with, Paranoia, feelings of inferiority, and 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 exo- And I was because I've, I've always been quite energetic. I've always been, mm. I've always been, you know, I guess a people pleaser in a way, and always outgoing, full of energy, and and, and full of life, I guess,
0: and positivity and stuff. Abs- I would always describe you as that. <laughs> I, I feel now you're exactly the same as fucking twenty years ago. <laughs> I mean, very. Very happy, a, a big smile behind the eyes, yeah, yeah. And, I th- uh, and and not fake. Oh, cheers, bird.
1: And do you know what? I, I I lost the smile behind the eyes. I think, and and, and I got lost in, I got lost in, in in sort of anxiety crept up on me, mental health and depression got kept up on me because I tell you what, I couldn't do. I couldn't talk. I couldn't talk. I would bottle it all up, you know, as much as, as, as idyllic as my childhood was, as, as as Mm. as much as I love that there, and I'm an only child, I couldn't talk to my mum and dad very well, you know what I mean? If I came home with a problem, their response would be, oh, don't bloody worry about it, carry on, carry on, and it'd be literally, that was it. So, you know, oh, so-and-so's been a bit horrible in school today, or I'm a bit struggling, oh, don't fucking worry about it, crack on, you'll be fine. So that was that's the, that that was my default setting straight away. So I'd have to sit and stew with those thoughts constantly. So I'm going and, and work it out in my own head. So I couldn't. So I couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't get out there, and open up, or or, or, or pull somebody aside and go, "This is this is why I'm this is I'm a bit down about this." I've never been able mm. to talk. Never been able to talk or share. So I used to depress everything. Depress and figure out my own, figure out in my own head, which would drive me insane, which would drive me crazy. And I would isolate, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would and it would be distracting to my head and stuff and all that. So, so it, it, it caught up with me, it caught up with me. And also, and also as well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I was, I was drinking heavily, drinking heavily and it caught up with me. It all caught up with me. And,
0: um, but it's going to, it's going it, to, it is, is you, you, you cannot, Bottle it up, no, because no, the cork, the, the court is going to burst, <laughs> isn't yeah, it? It yeah. just
1: is for everybody, exactly. And I was making mistakes and doing, and, and and going. This is not how I want to live. This is not how I want to feel. You know, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't want to hide or d- drink or hide hide into the booze or, or do anything like this. I don't. I want to feel. Like I feel right this moment talking to you and stuff because I knew that that was out there and stuff, and I got lost in that quagmire of it all, and um, and and it was it was just a, an unhappy sort of period of of, of relationship wise, and 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 you know, and, and I sort of lost myself and really went off the rails with 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 booze really, and and got lost with it and became reliant on it, and um, and yeah, so so you know, I, I had to knock that on the head and get some help. And, and I haven't looked back since.
0: And it's all about opening up and I think talking to yeah. people. And not being it? scared
1: to ask for a bit of help, you know, you know, not being, oh, okay. and, and then it took, it takes a long time to ask, but just ask for help. You know, you go, you realize you've got a lot of people around you. You can do it and, and we'll be there for you. No problems at all. Help you, whatever. Just talk. And it's simple. And I can't, and I kind of like, I enjoy being of service now if I can. And, and help people in spreading the word that going, you know, that, that we know now, which is getting out there more and more, which I love. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to not be okay. I, I know we hear it all the time now, which is great because it's fine. Talk to people. There's somebody will listen. You're not alone. And, Social media has a lot of its lot, lot of negative. I don't. It is a toxic place at times. But there's some people on there who really are inspiring, and and I think you mm. can put a message out there and you will get a response from somebody, and and you won't be alone. You'll get a bit of response back. And I think in this world now we need it more than ever.
0: I have no words. That is a perfect <laughs> place to end it. You are a beautiful man, oh, and I'm man, so I thank you. you. You came on. <laughs> Kai, Owen, you take care, brother. I'll Thank speak you to you so soon. Thank you so much, Craig. Oh, absolute pleasure's all mine. Thank you so much. And another episode is done. What did I tell you? Yeah, I mean, I'm really chuffed with, uh, with Kai. Really proud of him, what he's doing. He's really put his heart and soul into the, the personal training. Um, you can find him at KOPT on Instagram and Twitter. It's not uh, an advert. He's not sponsoring this. and I'm not doing this. I'm doing this because um, I'm chuffed of what he's done. And as you can hear, he's really passionate about helping people and exercising. And he's getting stuck in uh, and quite bloody right too. Um So thank you so much. For- can you hear that? Can you hear it? Wait there. I'm ten floors up. Ten floors. And I can hear that. I mean, Jesus crikey. I'm so sorry if that's disrupting your listening pleasure. um, Because it's slightly annoying mine. Anyway, um, yeah. Look, thank you so much for downloading and subscribing. Uh, Go tell your friends. um, And let us know what's going on with you on social media and Twitter. You know... We respond back when we can. Our email is two pod at gmail.com. We are supported by you, the listener, uh, at patreon.com. That's uh patron <laughs> I should know it, dunno. What is it? Uh two shot pod at uh, patreon.com patreon dot com. Yeah, I think two shot Yeah. Uh, you can make a donation there. Yeah, it would be really helpful, obviously, for myself and Griff because. We love what we do, and we feel we have the guests that you don't find doing the podcast rounds on all the others. We feel we get the best conversations out of people. And guess what? We also have the best listeners. And that's not me buttering, buttering you up at all. It's not because we do. You know, we interact with you and we have a dialogue. We're all in the TSP family, and it's great. Um, I, was going to say, I was going to say something else. Oh, right. So you know, for the past two weeks, we've we've been, you know, in Wales. I must have some sort of Welsh addiction, which is no bad thing, because next week, yeah, we're staying in Wales, um, and it's a brilliant, uh, a brilliant listen. We're just cutting it together now. Um, we had as is the way we had a few uh, technical issues with the internet. But, um yeah, she's fantastic. Oh, I'm not going to tell you who it is. You'll have to wait until next week. But, as ever, lots of fantastic episodes coming your way. So, uh yeah, please support us. We really appreciate it. And, obviously, if you can't afford financially to support us, whether it be... Uh, a pound a month, five pound a month, four pound a month, whatever it is for the four episodes every month that we bring you, because we are getting back on track now, I think you will find um, don 't worry because it 's patreon, and when you can, you can, if you can 't you can 't that 's why uh, you know i don 't advertise it every week. Because people drop out and they drop in, and that's understandable in the current climate. Well, look, not in the current climate, it's it's understandable in any climate. I get it. Um, But yeah, for everybody that downloads and tells their friends and supports us in whatever way, even dropping us a message telling us how much you like what we do, we really, really appreciate it. You know that. You know that. But it bears repeating, mate. Now, look, I'm hosting a new podcast on BBC Sounds. Don't don't panic, don't panic. This is still happening. It's called Obsessed with Line of Duty. It's on BBC Sounds. It starts Sunday, the 21st of March. It's going to be online straight after season six, episode one, Line of Duty, BBC One, nine o'clock. You know the drill. I'd love it if you could subscribe and join me over there. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest. We're going to talk about the episode, look for the clues. We're going to basically just have a laugh and talk about in front and behind the camera of Line of Duty. It's going to be great. I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to give you an exclusive. Now, I haven't even put this on social media. I don't know if I'm allowed. Look, if I get sacked from Land of Duty, uh, if I get, if I, if I get him, if I get sacked from BBC Sounds podcast, then so be it, because you're loyal Two Shot Pod fans and you've been there for a long time, a lot of you. I'm going to let you know that my first guest for episode one of Obsessed with Line of Duty is the one and only, the brilliant Sarah Millican. She's so funny and warm and kind, and we both laugh a lot. So join us over there. Subscribe on BBC Sounds, okay? Brilliant. Look, if you're worried, it's kind of got... The TSP flavor—that's what it is. It's—it's um, it's, you know—it's a good conversation. We really get into it, and we have a laugh. So, if you like this, if you like this style of me hosting and talking quite a lot, um, then you'll probably love this. And if you are a line of duty, then you'll definitely love it. So uh, I'll see you over on BBC Sounds. I'm going to go now. Sorry for uh, bending your ears too much. Bending your ears, chewing your ears, bending your ears. Let's go with that. So look, until next week, you take care, stay safe, look after yourself. I've been Craig Parkinson. He's been producer Griff. And this has been the Two Shot Podcast. I'll see you next week.